What's up, y'all? Happy, happy Thursday. Coming at you again for a, another Ask Care. I've got Mr. Adrian Nez here on live with me right now. Adrian, what's up, buddy? Hey, Trevor. How, how's, how's things in Oregon, man? I'm going to be up there, what, Sunday? Yeah, you're going to be here in a few days. So things in Oregon. So I, I was really, let me hit live on my Instagram here, and I'll, I'll get you in there. Things in Oregon are awesome, um, but I think I was talking about the nice weather a little bit too much this past month and bragging about it, dude. All the pictures on Instagram that it started raining this week. So we have had rain all week this week leading up to Carrot Camp. And the, the uh, forecast shows that it's supposed to be raining Monday and Tuesday. So hopefully, hopefully it doesn't rain so we can get out there on the mountain bikes, do waterfall hike and stuff like that. But it's awesome, man. And I'm pumped to see you out here in a few days. But y'all, today, uh, this is Ask Carrot Day. Uh, every single Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific time, we dive in, we answer your questions. We, we also dive into a topic, a very specific topic. And today's topic uh, you should see it below right here in the live stream, is if I had to start all over, here's what I'd do to close a deal within 60 days using 100% online leads. Okay, if I had to start all over, or if we were taking a client who was going from, from, you know, from start, from fresh, what would we do to help guide them to get that first deal closed within 60 days? I call it the 60-day profit rule. We're going to be going through the 60-day profit rule and the plan to get there. Adrian's going to give his perspective. I'll give mine. We'll meld them together and answer questions. Now everybody, I'm going to draw a little timeline behind me, and what Adrian and I are going to do is, are you cool if I draw like, I'm going to draw a timeline that, hey, if, if, if Adrian was given this time, here's what he would do. I'm going to do mine. We'll see where they're parallel. They might be exactly the same. And then that way, too, people know there's not just one path to success. Here's one right. if Adrian was going to do it, knowing that he's done a lot of things. And we're talking only online marketing this. Okay, there, there's probably things Adrian or I would do that, that might be really, really quick that are offline marketing. We're leaving those out for the sake of this because that would be a big rabbit hole we'd be going down. So online only. Um, while I'm drawing this, man, is there anything you want to preface this conversation with? No, I, I, I think I'm excited about this because um, I think um, I've grown a lot just through when I first got started with Carrot years ago and just even how my perception and things, you know, I've thought about how I would do things differently or what would I would do things differently. And, uh, and also just kind of seeing where people struggle with, right. It's easier to kind of see, um, looking in. Um, so I think we've grown a lot. So I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, I, I think we'll, we'll be dead on. That's one thing. That's one thing about me and Trevor is we've never, we've never come together and say, we're going to talk about this or that. We just kind of really have been like-minded when it comes to methodology and in psychology when it comes to marketing. So yeah, this would be really be interesting. Cool. Uh, so Adrian, let's dive in with you, man. So if you had 60 days, here's the timeline right here. Here's 60. The aim is closing a deal. Uh, what right now on, on your stuff, thanks Brady, what right now is your average profit per deal that you're seeing in the different markets you're in? So you're, you're in multiple markets, pick one right. of those markets. All right. So I'm just going to say 7,500. That's uh 7500 Yep. Cool. 7500 bucks. Cool. Awesome. So the end goal here, guys, is getting that first deal of $7,500. Now, the reason that this is crazy important is knowing this first is you've got to work backwards so you know what, you're, what marketing you can actually do to get that. So we could totally close a deal guaranteed in, in 60 days, like 100% guaranteed we'd be able to close a deal. But let's say you put in $40,000 in, in marketing to get a $7,500 thing. It's not going to work. Now you should never put in $40,000 to get a deal unless you're going after monstrous, monstrous multi-million dollar profit deals. But just to give perspective there. All right, man. So we've got 30 here. We've got day zero here. What do you do first? 
So one thing that I will do differently that I didn't do back then was, um, and I'm going to, this might sound a little bit harsh, but man, like we got to have this mentality that this is a business mm. and you got to come up with as much of a budget as possible, guys. Uh, if that means sacrificing certain personal luxuries for a few months, do that. Like come up with as much, much of, of resources as possible because, I mean, you, you, Yes, I like there's resources, there's ways to do this for free and, you know, hustle and grunt, but it's just not consistent. Mm. It, it's not consistent nor reliable. So when I, when I first got started, I relied on SEO and YouTube. Um, so YouTube was kind of my, my, my short-term lead generation, but of course YouTube is gone, right? It's not gone, but the days where you can rank videos easily on YouTube, uh, on Google is gone. Yep. So now it's, you know, and, and I can't, and, and I remember my first SEO lead, probably came within six months, five months, you know, so that's beyond what we're trying to do here. So Mm -hmm. um, you just have a lot more flexibility having a budget, right? As much, as much as you can. I love it, man. So with the budget side of things, if you were, so looking at this here, uh, what would be a number that you would be, what would be your ideal budget for something like this? And then then we'll do, okay, man, ideally, if there's a budget, here's what we would set, but then let's set a minimum budget. If you had nothing, what would you want to make sure that you have minimum set aside? I would say two, a thousand bucks. Okay. Let's do a thousand. So that's ideal or that's minimum? That, that, that's the minimum. Okay. Cause, and I think really a thousand is realistic for someone to come up with. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I really do. Whether it's a credit card, whether it's selling a few things, a thousand um, is just realistic. And also I'm thinking about what some of my PPC budgets are right now. And I've always been able to keep it um, below that. Cool. Just a little bit below that. I like it. And kind of going back to Brian Rockwell, right? We had him on the, on the carrot cast a little while ago. And when he talked about getting his first deal done, his first deal was an offline deal. He was, he was driving around, uh, looking at dilapidated houses. He'd go home then and write letters, like handwritten letters to them. He'd send those out. So it was very, very low cost, took a lot of his time. And he closed that first deal. I think he said it was seven or eight grand profit there in Dallas. But then he's like, I don't want to do this again. So take all that profit put it into the online side of things, which he scaled up and did about 700 grand the first year, 100% online. But the first deal came from just putting his head down, doing offline stuff. Um, so, but, so Trevor, let, let's, yep. let's uh, also, let's clarify something for everybody. So this would be knowing that they're going to be hands-on themselves, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. Yep. Okay. Yep. And unless you had a ton of money, we're like, I'm just going to pay someone to do these things. But yes, let's assume that we're, we're digging in, doing the work ourselves. All right, man. So what do you do? What do you do uh, first week, first month? Man, me personally, uh, PPC, mm-hmm. uh, PPC. Um, and, and when I say PPC, guys, I'm not talking about just paid. Uh, um, I'm not talking about just uh, Google AdWords. I'm talking about Facebook as well. Yep. All right. So, so kind of back to what we're talking about. Looking at what is your profit per deal, and we just did a series uh, for our members. Uh, we did a two part series on how to use data um, to 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 know how to target or how to leverage data to to know where to. Uh, to, to where to target, you know, where are you going to farm? So that's the, the beauty of PPC is that uh, whether it's Facebook or Google, you, you can be as targeted as you want. So let's say that you came up with a thousand bucks minimum. You can make and stretch that thousand bucks by being very targeted instead mm-hmm. of trying to blanket an area. Because I think that's where a lot of people struggle with is we live in a time to where there's so much information like, hey, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. You should be doing this. And a lot of people are stuck. And to me, it's like, wait a minute, like, you know, let's start with first, where are you going to target? 
you know, what, what, what area are you going to uh, farm? So in this, in the coaching call we did the last two weeks, um, we use list source to, to find what part of our town care, um, had the most cash transactions. Hmm. All right. So now, now we're able to narrow down the cash transactions. So we found the top three zip codes and that's all we targeted for PBC instead of blanking the whole town, hmm. which can be expensive, which is, if you can do that, awesome. If you have a lot of flexibility, but again, if you're, talking about minimum minimum budget uh, focus on the zip codes that carry the most cash transactions or the other thing we talked about was choose a zip code that has decent cash transaction but as closest to you Mm. so remember as as you start getting deals or as you get start getting leads in you should you should be able to hop in your car and get to that place obviously the closer to you it is the more advantage that you might be so I, i i would i would start looking for data um, and list source is a great way. Find out where the cash trans- cash transactions are in your market, and then that's that's what you're going to use as a catalyst mm-hmm. to launch your, your your campaigns. So that's where I would start is is uh, um, get some data. And list source is a great way to do that for free. I, I like it. So on, on the PPC side of things, and first of all, I'm going to do a spoiler alert here. So here's here's mine. I'm gonna, just going to assume I'm going to assume. I'm just going to go up here and assume a, a higher profit. Let's say my market's a 20k profit market. Okay, that way, that way we're just kind of doing a couple different examples, and I'll, I'll get out of the way here in a second, guys. So I'm just going to assume here now that I've got a a, a $2,500 budget. Okay, um, and that's what I'm going to do here. But the very first thing I would do too, after, of course, this is after we've got to launch a high converting site. Like if yeah. if we if we're if we're sending traffic to a Wix site. If we're sending traffic to Weebly, Squarespace, or um, even a custom WordPress site, you're likely not going to get the performance out of it. So that's the first thing a lot of people have to do is they think, well, shoot, I only have a limited budget and a limited time. I'm going to go get a, a really simple site set up set over here with this with this free or simple or cheap uh, web website thing. And I'm going to send traffic to that because I'm trying to save budget, right? But that $100 a month that you just saved, so you're really only saving whatever it is, maybe $75 a month, so $150 a month over those 60 days is what you're saving. Um, but you're actually, co- it's costing you a lot more. I remember Tim, uh, Tim who works uh, for us mm-hmm. now, he, uh, he showed up to a coaching call years ago, man, like four years ago. And I remember he switched over from a GoDaddy or something like that. And he was driving PPC traffic to one of those sites. And he hit us up saying, man, this isn't converting. You know, I dumped thousands of dollars already in. He moved over to Carrot. Now, it started converting better, but still then he hopped on a coaching call and he said, man, I've got a, a few grand in. I'm, I'm total. I'm, I'm in total four thousand dollars in between sending traffic to my GoDaddy site and now part of it to my Carrot site, and haven't got a deal yet. And we looked at his AdWords campaign, and it was exactly what you had mentioned before: is he was going really broad and he was blowing through his ad budget. And so he was already four K deep in a market that's probably kind of similar to that. You know, seven or eight thousand dollars maybe for a wholesale deal. And we tweaked a couple things with him on that on that coaching call for, call for his PPC campaign. And he immediately turned into deals that next 30 days. And so, so Trevor, I, here, here's kind of going back in the past. Dude. Today is what? Throwback Thursday, right? Yep. So I joined Carrot on May 14th, right? May 14th, 2013. My first deal came within two weeks of that. Uh, if, you get, if you remember, I sent a, a, a check inside Slack. Yep. Um, I was, um, so that's two weeks after joining. So it, it, it plays in line with what Trevor is talking about. So I used another site. I didn't know any better. Uh, really, there was no site that really understood the psychology of marketing when mm. I first got started. Um, um, this was six months. Uh, so I started with this uh, company. They were real estate specific. Um, I just kind of did 
um, the best I could with what they had. I got it optimized. My site was ranking really well. So I was driving traffic, but I had not closed my first online deal. Mm. But I joined Carrot. I think it was a dollar, that dollar trial I took advantage of. Um, I think I saw Susan um, on, on your advertising. And, yeah. and plus, just the way the site was set up, I, I knew, like, man, these guys get it. Because I, you know, I come from a marketing background. So uh, when I saw uh, Carrot's site, laid out. It's like, man, these guys get it. So I signed up and all I did was change my domain, same traffic, but finally I was able to close that first deal within two weeks. So mm. what Trevor's talking about is 100% truth, guys, just because you're driving traffic, just because you might even be running a successful PPC campaign. But if, if, if your site is just doesn't have that ability, just, just can't convert those leads. Um, yeah, you might, you might as well just stop. So that, I, I just remember um, talking about that before, but that's that's pretty cool. I love it, dude. So high converting site number one, launching a PPC campaign uh, with that budget right here. Assuming you're a thousand dollar budget to try to get that seventy five hundred dollar deal, what are you doing uh, on the daily basis for your ad budget at that point? Um, so PPC. Yep. All right. So 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 for me, going back to targeting the right zip codes. Um, so and then also making sure going after the right keywords. Right. Um, we're really in this day and age, it should be, it's very easy. Like we provide our members with a, um, um, spreadsheet that we give you the keywords. Mm-hmm. So, so, so as long as you have all those in place, then me is, it's just maximizing that daily budget. Now, uh, I probably would, I mean, knowing PPC now, I, I would max if, um, if my cost per click let's say it was around $15, I probably would set my budget at a hundred bucks per day. Mm-hmm. All right. So now obviously that exceeds the thousand bucks we were talking about, but the cool thing guys is that if you set up your campaigns properly, you're not going to go through that entire budget because we're going after qualified traffic. But what you're doing is you're maximizing opportunity every day, because if you set a really low budget, let's say $15 and your cost per click is $10 per, um, per click on quality keywords and someone clicks on your ad in the morning, you're done for the rest of the day. Yep. Right. So, so I would maximize my budget for daily opportunity. I so love it. I would say a hundred bucks, I would say. Cool. So let's, let's divide that out. So in that, in that example, of course, this is just using an arbitrary example, guys, because your numbers might be different. But so if, if it was 15 bucks a click in that, in that particular market for those keywords, divide that by, divide a hundred by 15. So we're talking about six o'clock, six clicks a day, six clicks a day. Um, let's times that by 30 now. Okay. So times by 30. So six times 30. So that's about 180 clicks in that, um, in that month, maybe 180, 200 clicks in that month. And with, with Google PPC, we do usually see a higher conversion rate when you have a really targeted ad set like that, uh, versus let's say people trickling on your website from your direct mail or things like that. You're going to get more traffic, lower conversion from your Facebook ads, uh, things like that. And so let's just go with the 10% conversion here, right? So if you had 180 clicks in those 30 days, uh, 10% conversion rate is essentially 18 leads. So in those 30 days, assuming these numbers hold strong, that should be about 18 leads, uh, which is kind of cool. So you're not always going to get turned one of those into a deal in that first 15 to 20. You might, you maybe, you maybe won't. We have a lot of, a lot of clients who are closing one in eight leads into a deal. We have a lot of clients who are turning one in 10, one in 15, some one in 20. So then if you keep that up for two months, that's 30 to 40 leads right there. And so that's kind of the numbers that we're looking at here that Adrian, that Adrian had mentioned with that. 
if it's a hundred bucks a day, you, you said you say hundred bucks a day, hundred bucks a month. What do we say there? A day, a day. Okay, so hundred bucks a day kind of blows this budget here, though. That's a, like yeah, a three thousand so dollar. Yeah. yeah, but knowing that I'm not going to. But here's the thing: there's going to be days where there's going to be no activity. Yep. Right. So, so like, um, like right now, um, in my small market, one of the small markets I'm in, um, I have a hundred dollars, um, is my max or no, 156 is my max. But so I technically could get a bill for a really huge bill, but I never go over 800 bucks in a month. So I, yeah. Okay. So, so I just, um, let me look at my last campaign. So my point is I'm maximizing opportunity, mm-hmm. maximizing like 24 seven, um, knowing that again, that's why having a website, you're leveraging a website. Cause you don't have to be sitting there, you know, waiting, you know, um, you know, someone might come through at three o'clock in the morning, right. As long as you get to them the next morning. Um, so yeah, so that's a hundred dollars per day. Again, that not, and that's not to say I'm going to spend that hundred dollars per day. If I do awesome, because based on the keywords that I'm using, there should be quality clicks. So technically I could leave myself open for 3000 bucks with a hundred dollars per day, but because the, the campaigns that we use is really targeted and I don't allow Google to choose for me who I, uh, who, who, who they show my ad to, yep. which is away from broad keywords. Um, I never exceed very rare. I'll exceed a, a thousand bucks a month. Cool. Sweet. I, I, I love it guys. So if, if you work those numbers backwards, let's do the numbers really quick and let's yep. look at the math. Cause I'm really big on math. A lot of people, especially when you're trying to cram something in a really short time period, a lot of people end up trusting their gut, trusting emotion. A gut is amazing. Get emotion out of it, though, and trust the math. So using this, um, once again, like Adrian said, the, re- the main reason to set a budget like $100 a day, uh, number one, you can't set that budget and then just walk away and don't look at it for days. Like, right. set it there, yeah. set it there, make sure it's a very, very drilled down uh, keyword set. If you're in a big market like Dallas or something like that, and you oh, said yeah, that's a whole different ball game. It's going to sure. get eaten up, right? So that's why he's saying a really targeted, not broad keyword set. Because this is a small budget. You have to get crazy, crazy, crazy targeted and focused. And the more targeted and focused, usually uh, the higher the click the, the click costs on that. But then he's setting it to, work to make sure that the ads are running all day. Because what happens with a lot of people on PPC is they launch their PPC campaign and then at six o'clock, their ad spend runs out because they set a $5 a day or $10 a day budget. And their ad spend stops at six o'clock. Your ads turn off at six o'clock. And then everyone comes home from work and they're Googling at 9 30, 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. And your ads aren't up anymore because your ad budget was gone. And so that's the main reason that Adrian said that to make sure that his ads are showing 24 seven is you monitor it for that first day just to make sure that you're not blowing through your ad budget. If you are, make them more targeted or bump that down. Okay, but then really see if you are able to make your ads show all day. There, there are some, there are some qualifiers that once again, if you're in a big market, you might need to really hyper focus in on just those couple zip codes that are selling a lot. So in Dallas, don't target all of Dallas, like Adrian said. Pick a couple zip codes, target really in on those, and then start to make it so your ads are showing all day in those on those targeted zip codes. Right, and that's the thing too, guys. Like I said. That's the beauty of PBCs. You can be as targeted as you want. Um, and, and, and here's the other thing I want to kill this um, um, myth, I guess you want to call it that, is you don't have to have a massive campaign with Google AdWords to be successful, right? I've always have found that Google AdWords, 20%, 20% of, um, of, of your keywords are going to be your most performing keywords, right? And, and, and so, I mean, a lot of the campaigns that I'm in, 
shoot, only, I would probably say 30, 40 keywords are the only one consistently bringing in activity and the rest never do. So it's just, it's just, so as you, the one advantage too of having a small campaign, you're learning through the process. When you start building out this massive campaign, it's hard to learn because you're barely keeping up of just managing it. So don't be afraid to start with a small um, campaign and be careful accepting someone else's um, keyword campaign, you know, who has a thousand or 1500 keywords. Um, that's why I like ours because it's condensed down to proven, proven keywords. And at least you have a, at least you have a lot more control of how much of your budget that you're using. I, I love it, man. So you're going to get that going. You're going to set a budget. You can have those ads running all the time. Uh, what do you do next, man? Or is that kind of your primary focus? If all our goal is, if all our goal is to get a deal in 60 days, we're really probably not talking about SEO right now. Right. Um, I mean, if, if I were if I were like if I were laying out my ideal twelve month plan in those first the first month or two, I am going to be working on SEO because SEO is where you get the big momentum over the long term. That's where in a, in a year, in eight eight months, twelve months, fourteen months, you're looking back going, oh my gosh, I'm getting all these leads every single day or every single week, depending on how big your market yeah. is, and it's just building momentum, building momentum. That's why we're so big on content, so big on getting the search engines organically because it's consistent, it's predictable, it's momentum building. This here, we're talking about back against the wall, got to close the deal in 60 days, what would we do? So we're not including SEO on this portion here and that's why. Because if the world was going to blow up in 60 days, the SEO part probably wouldn't matter a whole lot. But, oh, go for it, man. uh, I was going to say was too, also knowing that um, I'm doing PPC, um, I, I better. I think we're a lot of people. We we, we neg- I did, I neglected this when I first got started. Was have a good follow up system, guys. Be ready to take the um, answer calls, especially with PPC. PPC is kind of like a uh, a uh, fast food transaction. People expect quick response, and if you don't capture them initially right away, mm-hmm. it's going to be really really hard to to get in touch with them. So, um, you know, make sure that you're ready to call to take those calls if possible. Um, you know, if, if, you know, I, I just don't like this mentality of, especially when you're new is you got, you have to understand you're going to have to do a lot of the grunt work. So mm-hmm. for the next 60 days, your, your phone might be on your hip, you know, ready to take those calls. Um, you know, so in, until you're ready to kind of scale and put into someone's hand or you hire a lead manager or whatever, but, uh, you've got to answer those calls and make sure that you're doing what you can to, to, to build rapport negotiate and then the other thing is something that we really 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 push some of our members probably get sick of it but we really push um the credibility we really push transparency um i I would reach out to if i was just starting out obviously i haven't done any deals yet let's say i would reach out to five professionals that i know my personal life and ask them to vouch for my character and start putting that on my website because as people are coming through on your website they are going to vet you they are going to know is is this legit you know is is this company going to follow through and one of the best ways to to uh, to do that is just have other people vouch for you. So that's the one thing that I forgot um, to mention is make sure that um, as I'm um, setting up my campaigns, I want to maximize every opportunity by making sure that not only is my website um, uh, conversion optimized, but also just credibility, transparency too. Mm-hmm. Cool. So the rest of the 60 days, man, are you just focused on PPC here? Oh. Just, just PPC. Just PPC. PPC, credibility, like you said, start to I'd get that stuff in there. Because that is something, some spot where we have seen people lose deals is they drive someone to a website or even if it's an offline deal, they pick up the phone and they Google you and then they have not finding the credibility to really make them feel comfortable to work with you. So then they work with investor number, you know, number four. Um, so here's the same thing. So I'm going to adjust my, my budget a little bit. So he's going on a really slim budget. 
I'm going here. Uh, the same thing. I mean, the reason we're really high on, on Google ads still, guys and gals, is because it, keep, it still works. Now, even, even it still works. It's, it's immediate. It's the most predictable. Now, uh, Brent and Adam, Brent Moreno and Adam um, Johnson, they're having their big event this fall, which I'm pumped about. You're going to be out there. And uh, they just messaged me shoot, another couple weeks ago and talked about this another big month that they had with Carrot, over $100,000. I think it was over $100,000 with just online, with just Carrot. And they primar- primarily use Facebook. Now, I don't even think that they're really using Google AdWords. Facebook is, is their jam, and it works really good for them in their market. Uh, the reason that we don't usually go straight to Facebook ads on our end is because, in general, uh, Google AdWords is more predictable as far as the results that we get across most every market in the country. Uh, you can go into some markets on the Facebook side and crush it right out of the gates if you have the right ads, the right targeting, things like that. Brent and Adam have a really good um, process that they follow. They're going to be teaching down at their event. Um, Brady, I can't. Remember, I don't know. Do you know what the, the link to their event is, Adrian? Yeah. Uh, the link, uh, I see REI Live. REI Live? Cool. Yeah. RERlive.com. Oh, okay. So, yeah, RERlive.com. We'll, we'll put it in the link below, but... Adrian will be down there. They're going to be teaching all the things that they do, y'all. And they are awesome. We're one of the sponsors of the event. I think we're actually like the title sponsor of the event, which is kind of cool. Yep. I love it. I didn't mean to so, interrupt so, 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 so let me say this, too. Um, um, a lot of people tend to be – again, I love Facebook. Uh, Facebook, I, I think if you can stack on Facebook on top of SEO, even though we're not talking about SEO, um, I, I always feel like um, SEO – pay-per-click and then Facebook has always been going to be the top three because it just yep. makes sense. It just makes sense. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of other channels, at least online you can do, but again, you got to look at who your customer is and where's your customer going or where are they hanging out? Mm-hmm. Right. So where they're going, that's where Google makes sense. Right. People are just subconsciously know to go to Google to find a solution where they're hanging out is where people, that's what, I mean, if people are hanging out on MySpace right now, we'd be talking about MySpace optimization or AdWords. Right. So, but Facebook is just where the crowd is. So that's why Facebook is such an appeal. But here's the thing, guys, don't get trapped into just the cost per click. A mm. lot of people tend to get attracted to Facebook because of the cost per click because it's super cheap. Yep. But where? But Google, believe it or not, yes, um, like for an example, I think in my market, it's like $3 per click for Facebook. And let's just say $15 per click with uh, Google AdWords. So... People say, oh, okay, well, $3 is cheaper than 15 so I'll just do Facebook. But there's so many other dynamics that play a role in that. One is it's more interrupted marketing versus inbound marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, the other factor is that the cost per acquisition is cheaper with Google AdWords, even though the cost per click is, 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 is uh, it, it, the cost per click is cheaper. So now then you got people that like Brent, man, Brent just went all in, right? Um, he, he, he put a lot of time. He went to a lot of testing, um, which which he was able to refine his system. Part of it was his market. So, um, you know, they, it's worked very well for him, for them. Um, but, you know, if you really want consistent, at least coming out of the gate, um, I, I will always side with Google just because it's a little bit more predictable um, on that. And so I just wanted to say that don't get sucked into just a cost on, on the click side of it. Just because it's cheaper doesn't always mean uh, success. It can be. It can be. Um, so just wanted to chime that in. I like it. I was kind of writing some just rough numbers down here. I mean, this isn't always like the best rule of thumb here, y'all. But on the Facebook side of things, to illustrate what, what Adrian was talking about, and this is the reason for us anyway, 
if we're if we're if we're just like in we're blanketing going okay whatever market we're dropped in the market we're always going to start with Google AdWords because it's most consistent for us. But the Facebook side, like he was saying, it might be three bucks a click for the Facebook click. It might be fifteen bucks a click over here for the Google click. Um, let's say let's just assume a ten percent conversion rate on both. You're actually going to get a lower conversion rate usually on the Facebook side of things because it's 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 a it's a lower motivation level. Like Adrian was saying. The people over here are browsing. They're looking at cat videos. They're you know whatever they're doing. So they're, you're kind of interrupting them there. The people over here on Google are actually actively seeking out a problem or a solution to their problem. They're actively trying to solve this pain point that they've got. So inherently, they're going to be more motivated. They're going to convert higher. But I'm just I'm just going to use for this this rough example that these are going to convert both 10% of the clicks into leads, which isn't true. But on the Facebook side, this is real estate agents, this is real estate investors. You're going to have a higher or, or, or worse um, lead to close ratio. So it might take 30, 40 uh, leads to get to, to turn into a deal on the Facebook side. So you're usually going to have a lower conversion rate from a, a Facebook lead to, to convert on your website, and you're going to have a lower conversion rate from a lead to a deal. And so when you start to add all those up, whatever that math equals, it might be more than it costs you to get a deal over here on Facebook. It might be less, who knows, but this is usually the way the math works. So a lot of people like Adrian said, they focus so so much on this. Oh my gosh, I'm getting $30 leads over here. I hear that all the time, right? Man, I'm getting $28 leads over here on Facebook. And that's amazing. Like, Keep on doing that because Facebook works really, really good. Some markets, it works way better. Some markets, it's kind of tough depending on your targeting and your ads and stuff. But your $30 lead, it might take four, five, six times more of those in some cases to convert those into a deal. So at the end of the day, you're probably paying about the same for the deal, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less than over here. The thing is, though, you're usually uh, quicker to the decision path of these people. These people might not be actively looking for a, a, to sell a house, so it might take longer for that deal to happen. These ones here are actively looking for a, a solution to sell their house. So those, these ones usually close quicker. And they have a higher margin, too. Like every time we, we talk to our clients, they say, in general, our biggest deals usually come from Google. So... Your, your average profit per deal over here might turn into 9K or 10K or 12K uh, from, this, from, from the, the Google-motivated seller searches versus grabbing them off of Facebook, which is cool. Uh, and we do have a good question in here. So I'm going to, we've got Alex over here piping through some stuff. Um, we're going to take a look at his site here in a second. So Alex, Alex buys things, man. So Alex is running Google AdWords. He's got a firm running it for him. We're going to pull up his site. Um, are we actually prepared to pull it up, Brady? If not, that's fine. I can just like talk through it. It's not a big deal. I, I can talk through it and we can, he, he linked it up and I can just like explain what to do. Also guys, a good resource in case we forget is, um, check out carrot.com forward slash ROI. We've got a really cool tool there that can really help you do the math. Like, um, you know, like with, when I use a thousand dollar, um, thing, I'm within that range knowing that I'm in a smaller market. My cost per deal is 75 or my, uh, profit per deal is 7,500. Um, you know, cost per click is around 15, I think. And then conversion, again, we just use 10. So that, so that tool is really accurate because that tool right now is telling me that I should be between 900 and 1200 bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. So guys, you got, there's cool resources that we have available that will kind of make um, more sense. Unfortunately, we can't always condense everything we want to explain in a short call like this, but, yep. um, Trevor really breaks it down in that uh, on that page, really how to do the numbers, and it'll just walk you through at a slower pace too, if you want to kind of comprehend mm-hmm. um, everything. So, 
Yeah, for sure. So Alex, if you can do this, man, if you can send me through some stats, because uh, I'm not showing, sharing my screen right now. We're not, we're not set up for that today, but I'm over on, on your carrot site. And there definitely are some things that can probably be adjusted to, to make it convert a little bit better. Um, one thing, you know what, dude? It, would it be a hassle, Brady, to show my screen? We'll, we'll share the screen. I think it'd be a good exercise for everybody here uh, when we're walking through this. So Alex, if you can, get me, get me whatever you can let me know. What are your click costs? Um, how much money have you put into the Google AdWords side of things so far? Um, so, I, so I have context for those because that'll help me a lot. Because um, if I know, hey, it, it's different if you've put in a thousand bucks versus seven thousand dollars. Like, whoa, that's a way different, um, way way different conversation. So here's here's one thing that we do guide people on. Is there's Robert Grand. Robert Grand is up in Eugene. He's an hour north of us. A real estate agent wanting to get more in the house buying side of things. And for him, it's it's the same thing we've been preaching for years. Is I really feel that agents should be investors, investors should be agents, or at least they should have a tight uh, alignment with the other side because mm-hmm. as we get further and further in this, you're going to see those compress into one solution in the middle, which is I just need to sell my house. I need someone to help me do it. And so with Robert, he has a brokerage. His brother's running that now. But then next he said, okay, I'm going to spin up Google AdWords because he, he reached out to us and he said, okay, we're going to do SEO over the long term. We know that's going to be our best bet so we can really start to control uh, this thing in Eugene. But in the short term, we want to do some AdWords. Um, they, had, they had actually reached out to uh, the firm that, uh, that Alex is working with. And they're a great firm, AdWords, we love them. But in certain markets, just because of the, the fee structure in, in an ad management company, it might make more sense to put more of that money into ads rather than pay the, pay the manager. And uh, in, in this case, in Eugene, because the market's not really big, kind of my suggestion is if you have the time and, and you're able to go through some of our training, and learn the basics of AdWords management. And you can have us, have, have our team set up your AdWords account for you correctly using our, using our campaign uh, that, we've, that Brandon on our team has been running for years and years and years, the top investors in the country. We usually keep about a dozen or so investors that we're running traffic to in our innovation lab. And he's honed this campaign, so anytime we launch a new AdWords campaign, we upload this into their account, we hone it in for that area, we let it run, and then we're tweaking it, you know, quite often those first uh, couple weeks. But what we did with Robert is, because he is in a smaller market, he's not in a million dollar plus market or a million person plus market, he's in a you know, couple hundred thousand person market. We said, man, take that seven grand and rather than paying an ad management company, come over here and just put it into ads. That way you can get a better return in a small market. He did, he paid us, the, I think it was a thousand bucks to have us completely set up his account, his AdWords account, dial in his ads, all that. And then we gave him training on how he could run it. And he sent me an Instagram message about uh, two, two weeks ago just saying, basically, hey, this could be the headline of a testimonial here. And he said, a year ago, I was jogging, thinking about taking a leap with Carrot. Even after I did take a leap, I didn't fully commit. And then it was three months ago, I think he reached out to me on IG, let me know he's wanting to do PPC. We guided him this way. And he's got his first deal. This is under 60 days from him actually executing it. He's got his first deal that's going to be netting him about $53,000 just from PPC in using this exact plan. So we had very, very targeted keywords in there. We didn't go crazy, crazy broad because there's a couple different, different methodologies when you're doing your PPC with any type of marketing, whether it's Facebook or Google Ads. And one methodology is that you start really, really broad, right? You go, I'm going to start really broad and I'm going to then figure out what keywords are working best and I'm going to narrow down. So that's one methodology. The next methodology is you start really, really, really narrow, and then you go, okay, I'm going to find the ones that are working. I'm going to get rid of the ones that are not. And then I'm just going to expand it out. Now, the broad one is going to help you likely get 
faster data. It's going to help you likely get faster uh, to result because you're putting more budget in there. You're, you're testing tons and tons and tons of keywords and then quickly, quickly narrowing down, cutting ones out that aren't converting, putting more money into the ones that are working. But when I'm in a scenario like this, it's a low budget uh, and or you're running it yourself and you're not a professional at AdWords management, we always suggest you start really small and tight because your budget's not going to get spent faster. It's going to sp get spent slower. You see the keywords that are working because there's fewer keywords and then you start to go, cool, I'm going to cut these ones and I'm going to put more money into here. And that's exactly what Robert did. And he's pulling out his first, uh, first deal, 53 grand. So I've got Alex's site pulled up here, man. There's definitely a couple things you can do here. Okay. Uh, first of all, your, your site, your site, I mean, of course, it's our, it's our default carrot site um, as far as there's not like a ton of customizations on it. Uh, and that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying uh, as, as a fact uh, versus, let's say, you know, like Jason Bibles over here, Houston House Buyers. His is actually pretty darn um, standard as well, just a little bit cleaner up top. It's The branding's a little bit quicker to uh, just, just, just to feel credibility for. It's just in general a little bit cleaner. Let me pull up another one. Um, I've got a couple other good ones here. Let me show. So I'm going to show some other ones here, guys and gals, just, just to give you guys some examples to help you stand out. Uh, this is Bo Hollis in, in Kentucky. Um, this is a cool one here, Next Stage Properties. I don't remember what this one looks like. This is a pretty cool one here. This is through our concierge program right here. Um, let me see. I'm not sure if this one is the... Okay, listen right here. This is through our concierge program. So you can see just better helps to stand out and build credibility. Now, going back to yours, Alex, um, the first thing that I would do... Where'd we go? Is this... I'd probably honestly get rid of this button here because that right there immediately distracts the person from what their main call to action should be. Okay, that one here distracts it where they go, shoot, am I supposed to click this first? Am I supposed to go down here? Ideally, you want them to you want to drive them towards your primary call to action first, and then if they need more information, then drive them to content. Okay. The comparison part usually isn't going to come up until they've already vetted and verified that okay, this this company looks like they can do it what um what uh what we can help, what, what I need. So I would get rid of that there because that's definitely confusing, especially on the mobile side of things. Um, the next thing that I would do on the mobile side of things, let's see, looking at this, that works. It's just on, on a cell phone, that's going to be harder to read since all that's stuck in an image. Uh, that's good there. That's our standard stuff. Your testimonials. Here's a couple quick tweaks you can make, Alex. Um, let me see if we can find some, especially on video testimonials. Oh, we lost the screen, Brady. It's all black now. Especially on video testimonials, y'all. Um, and I know the screen's black, we'll get it back. On video testimonials, you want to make sure that, that there's actually a headline that draws someone in to want to watch that video. Um, using this example here, uh, once again, if you guys, we'll pull up the screen here, uh, but I'm not going to be drawn in to watch that testimonial video, Alex, because it's so many words below it, and there's no headline that clearly says, hey, you should click this because uh, there's, a, there's an objection that we overcame with this guy, and we can help you come overcome that objection as well. I will send you a link, Alex, to a tutorial on how to format your testimonials better so they, they stop the scroll, okay? Uh, but now let me go check out your data you sent through. And I've got about eight minutes. I've got a podcast after this. So it looks like um, cost per click is 19 bucks, 2,700 impressions, 43 clicks, average position equals 2.4. Uh, spend has been one on 1.2 thousand. So let me add those numbers up really quick because those numbers aren't... So 19.18 times 43. 
So 19.18 times 43 is $824. Um, so let me know where that $1.2,000 came from. Is that including ad management fees? Uh, if so, for this calculation, we're not going to include ad management fees. We're just going to include the click cost. So if it's 824 and then looking at the back end, end of your site, I'm not going to show the back end of your site to everybody else, but looking at the back end of your site, looks like there was an AdWords ad that came, or a lead that came through three days ago. Um, there's one from Facebook that came through 10 days ago. There's one that came from Google Ad about a month ago and another one a little bit longer than that ago. And so it looks like there's at least two to three leads in there. If your website's converting at, let's say, 5 to 10%, that puts it definitely a lower conversion rate than we normally see on these. Um, but it should be converting in your market probably north of 10%. And uh, it's really hard, though, because we, we've worked with some clients working with firms like AdWords. And there's, once again, they're amazing firms. But then about a month and a half in, after they, have, after they have time to really tweak that campaign, your conversion rates go way up. And it just really depends on the style of that AdWords management firm. Like I said, when we're doing it, we really start in very, very targeted and, and narrow, which has benefits and drawbacks. It can take longer to get the data. It can take longer to get the, the, the lead volume, potentially, um, rather than starting out broad. Um, but then we scale it up from there. So it's, it's tough without seeing the keywords that they're driving to, all those kinds of things. But in your market, given the site that you've got, eliminate that, that compare, eliminate that compare button up top because um, that's going to confuse people. Maybe add a little bit more credibility, credibility in, in the about page. Add in some better titles here where it's like click the button and see what he says and then figure out what are the biggest objections, bottlenecks, hurdles that you guys helped him overcome. And let's say that one of the big objections that a house seller has is, well, they're probably going to lowball me. Well, if, if you offered them a really, really fair price, or they might say, well, can they actually close that fast? With this one here, it says, I was able to help Alan sell his home quickly because we were able to close the property in 10 days. So you could put in a headline up here, we closed on Alan's property in under 10 days for the price he was looking for. You know, and make that bold, make it big. So when someone's scrolling through the page, they get locked into that if that's an objection they've got. But in general, man, yeah, hit me up if you have any more data, if you have the actual report from the AdWords stuff. Uh, send that my way. It's sent to me at trevor at carrot.com. I'd love to take a look at it over the next week, guide you on it. Um, but you are on the right path. It is still early. It's a month, month and a half in. Um, and like I said, especially when, when they go really broad with some of the stuff, it can take a month or two to really dial in that campaign. And we see it quite often. But without seeing the campaign, it's really hard. But like I said, in general, there are some things that you could do to, to make the website probably perform a little bit better. Um, I wouldn't say that it would like double conversion rate. It'd probably increase conversion rate by you know, uh, per percentage points, 5, 10, 15%. Um, if it's converting at 5% right now, it would probably take it to like 8, 9, maybe 10%. But the majority of the issue with conversion, usually with AdWords, is, is the actual campaign and how it's being ran in those initial days. But I trust AdWords earns they're good. Uh, so it might be, they might be in the honing in, in, honing in phase. They're, they're really good at what they do. Cool. Uh, let's answer one more question here. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, send, send me whatever you have, dude. I'd love to take a look at it. Uh, reach back out to me, Trevor at, at carrot.com, maybe in a month because um, you're definitely not too far in, especially in your market. You're probably going to see a, a, a decent profit per deal in that market. And also, it's really competitive. Make sure you guys have uh, retargeting going on those. And there's just not really enough clicks to say that you know we're turning deals on it yet. Even if the website was converting at 10%, that's four, 43 clicks would be four leads. Um, it's just really, that's not enough usually to close the deal yet. One, one deal could lopside the whole thing in, in your favor. Um, let me pop back over here. Let's see if we can't see any of the questions. Uh, let's see. Cool, right here, man. 
Sweet. Awesome, man. So Chris, Chris Jackson says, I uh, love Dan AdWords Nerds. Did my PPC off that free spreadsheet and got leads the following week. I love it. So uh, Brady, if you can link it up, link up under Chris's comment. I think it's just carrot.com forward slash resources forward slash PPC report or something like that. Uh, we'll link it up, that exact spreadsheet that Chris is talking about. We collaborated with AdWords Nerds on an awesome, awesome, awesome Google Ads report and uh, spreadsheet. And that's what he's talking about. It's free. You guys can use it. Go set up your own account in there. Uh, you'll have to do some work on it for sure. It's not like a plug and play thing, but it's going to give you a head start. And like I said, follow AdWords Nerds. They have an, they have an awesome Facebook Live they do every week. Um, and they, they know their stuff. They know their stuff for sure. Cool. So, so uh, Trevor, let me ask you this um, before we uh, wrap it up, like what, three, four minutes. Mm-hmm. So, so what would you do from the start? Yeah. So what, what I would do if we're looking at the actual budget here, right? And let's say, let's say I'm going after a market that's $20,000 profit per deal. Uh, I would do the same thing. I would probably make my, uh, I, I would set my target for spending all that money in that 60 days, right? So maybe, maybe I'd, I'd go, well, I'm going to, I'm going to ramp up the, I'm going to test some things the first 30 days and then I'm going to be ramping up the last 30. So I'd probably find ways to get 2,500 bucks, uh, in ads in that first, in that first month right here. The same thing that you mentioned, I would tar- start a really targeted PPC campaign. Uh, fewer keywords is better at this point and find, and go, go use our PPC report that we collaborate on with AdWords nerds. You're going to find the ones that are the most popular to start with. Um, and then I would be looking at the campaign every day and it doesn't have yeah. to be a lot, but it's probably like 10, 15 minutes a day, follow our training and how to do that. Or, you know, that's a service that we have where we can set up your AdWords account for you for, I think it is, like I said, a thousand bucks or so that includes, uh, uh, Brendan from our team, giving you a quick review of the account a few weeks later. And then I would let that roll. And like you were saying, the big key here is as soon as those calls are coming in, man, you're answering them live. You're, you're, it's not, it doesn't take you more than a minute to call them back. Um, that's the key is so many people are in this phase and they see leads coming in. They call them back 10 minutes later thinking that's fast. 10 minutes later, the person already went to another website. They've already called another person. That person answered live. And now that person's showing up at their house in an hour and a half. And, yep. and if, if you even wait that 10 minutes, that's how you're losing out on deals today because there's so much competition. So I'd be answering everything live. I wouldn't be passing anything off to call centers if I had to get that deal done. Um, I would be, I, I would set up retargeting. I'd, I'd set up Facebook retargeting because it's so cheap. So I'd set, I'd put my Facebook pixel on the account. I'd do some basic quick ads that would, that would probably be a video or two, maybe a picture or two on Facebook that says, Hey, if you're still looking to sell your house in Roseburg, here's how we can help you. And here's our process. And we'd love to work with you. Um, and, and then from there, th- this is what I would do too. This is online. This has nothing to do with carrot, but I would honestly go to Craigslist. And I would, I would go in the for sale by owner section or the for rent by owner section. And I would manually email every single one of those myself and find out. I'd send an email that would be like this. Hey, I saw your, I saw your, your listing on Craigslist for this property. Um, are you the owner of the property? Or are you an agent or are you a, a property manager? Like depending on if it's a for rent by owner or if it's a for sale by owner. Um, and then I confirm that they're actually the owner. I don't want to deal with an, an agent. I don't want to deal with the property manager unless I can say, hey, uh, do you have any clients that are interested in selling their house? You might find a good one from a property manager. Okay. Um, so that, then I would be emailing 5, 10, 15, 20 of those every single day. And I'd, I'd reach out, confirm that they are the, the owner. And I would say, hey, uh, I see you're renting this property. It's a perfect time because they have a pain point, right? Their pain point is that they need to fill this vacancy. And that's a pain. At that point, that's when, you, well, that's when you're a, a, a landlord and don't like it because you have a vacant property. And so I'd say, hey... Uh, are you act, uh, would you be interested in actually selling this property? You're going to get a bunch of no's. You're going to get a bunch of people that are going to be just telling you to go away. 
but it's going to be that one in a hundred, you know, one in 150 emails that you're sending. I'd be sending, like I said, five, 10, 20, 30 emails a day through Craigslist. I'd create a template in, in, in my Gmail and I would just click the thing in, in Craigslist that says email them. Up pops a new window. I'd go in that email, in the Gmail. I'd click the little thing that says template. You can add templates inside of canned response, as they call them, inside of Gmail. I'd click my Craigslist step one canned response that says, hey, I saw your property, da, da, da. Are you, are you the owner of the property? And then I'd have a canned response number two if they reply back that brings them down the funnel. And then I'd start making a bunch of offers. So I would couple it up with those two things. Do AdWords, highly targeted, get the credibility on the website, get a simple Facebook campaign going for retargeting only at this point is what I would do. And then I would be jamming on emailing one by one Craigslist for for, for sale by owner and for rent by owners. And you're going to pull a deal out in those 60 days. Uh, you will. So and, and, I, and I think the other key thing too, which is what I, I'll piggyback off of, uh, Trevor said, so you got to be consistent, guys. You got to be consistent. I know a lot of people are doing this starting out maybe part-time. You, you're working a full-time job. I remember when I first got started, shoot, like as soon as I get back, man, I was jamming from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Shoot, I was I was uh, emailing Trevor at 3 o'clock in the morning at yep. times. Um, so, yep. you know, you're going to make those sacrifices. So um, definitely be consistent. That That's the important thing is, and again, make the sacrifice. Come up with as much of a budget as possible. I only say thousand dollars too, guys. Um, using you know, not taking that out of context. I say thousand because I look at things from more of a the low hanging fruit in a small market. But if you're in a big market, then you got to look at uh, what more of what Trevor was saying as far as you know a, a starting budget like twenty five hundred. So, um, yeah. So that's awesome. We've got time for one question, maybe. Um, we've got to bounce over to this. So here's one right here from uh, T Thrush at Yahoo.com. Uh, says, I'd like to ask um, how I can solve an issue that I'm seeing in my ad set. Basically, after the initial learning phase of Facebook algorithm finish, it shows a message that says, this ad set generated fewer than the recommended number of clicks. Um, any advice on how to increase the reach of ads by improving ad set configuration? Um, the, 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 the same, kind of the same answer there. It's really, it, it's kind of like... Um, it's kind of like a car, you know, you know, when you're driving your car and you have that like little knock in your engine and you know, something's wrong and, and you feel like the, the power has kind of gone down and then you email uh, an auto mechanic and say, Hey, my engine's kind of knocking a little bit and the power went down. You know, what, what, what do I need to do to fix it? There's probably five or 10 things or three or four or five things that might be, but without seeing the engine, without taking it apart and seeing what's going on, I probably can't really tell specifically. And this is one of those scenarios where without seeing the ads, without seeing the actual targeting, uh, without seeing all that, I can't really say specifically, but the first things I would look at is number one, the targeting. Um, are you blanket targeting the whole area, the whole city? Right. Um, are you able to narrow it down more? I know Brent Moreno, when he does his, because he's in smaller towns. So if you're, if you're doing this in bigger towns, it won't work as well. He's in smaller towns. The town might be 14,000 people, 25,000 people. He's blanketing the whole town with his, but then he might drill it down to where it's only showing to people that are you know, 55 and older or something like that. Um, so that way he's not blowing an ad budget and it's pretty darn targeted. Uh, I mean, you, you could probably target more, but in a small town, that's about all, all that you need. Or let's say your targeting is good. The next thing I would look at is my ads. Is do my ads make people want to click? You know, do, do they, are they using stock photos? If so, stop using stock photos and start using real photos of, of actual houses in that area or real photos of you in front of those houses or a picture of a neighborhood or a picture with you with a seller. Uh, start, to, start to use things that naturally people would see on Facebook and want to click on and engage on because it looks right. real. Um, 
let me add one in there too. Yep. Like if you really want to weed out, because I know a lot, a lot of people on Facebook, what will happen is they start getting a lot of clicks, but no one's converting. So they naturally think there's a conversion issue, but really it's because they have a broad message. So what I mean by that, guys, if you really want to narrow down, just targeting those that would rather deal with you as a cash buyer um, is bring that up in your messaging. You know, like as a headliner, we buy houses with cash. Then in the description, let them know you're not an agent and you're not a listing source. Mm -hmm. So that, so that filters out those. Cause a lot of times when you begin to speak too much on the agent side, like, Hey, do you need to sell your house fast? People are going to naturally going to put you into that category of an agent because that they're used to that terminology being used so much in that mainstream type service. So, um, so people are naturally going to confuse you for being an agent. They might think you're just an aggressive agent. So, but then they land on your site and they realize, oh, this is a this is an investor. I don't want to. I don't want this. So they were they weren't never looking for you. So one way to do that is really pay attention to your copywriting. And sometimes you got to just be clear, very clear, direct. I'm an investor, not an agent. We're not a listing source. If you're looking to sell directly. Um, we can help you. So that mm -hmm. can weed out a lot of people to where there's no confusion. The, the, the message is not too broad to where you, they could confuse you for an agent. Yep. And one, one quick tip too that I, that I would suggest on uh, um, Mr. Thrush is go to Facebook and find a company that you know that, that does Facebook ads well. And um, would it be easy to show my screen again? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to show I'm going to show one last thing, and we're going to wrap this Facebook live as this. So uh, I'm just going to pull up Brent and Adams because I know that they have already put this out there on the internet. So it's not anything that they haven't told people to do, and and actually even published on our stuff. Do you remember their actual business name, Adrian? Brent and Adams. Um, MS Home Buyers. There we go. So MS Home Buyers. Here, here's a little trick, guys. Okay, so if you know that a company is, and it's gonna be a little bit hard to read in my screen, but if you guys know that a company is using ads on Facebook successfully, what you do is this: you go to their Facebook page. Okay, so you can look at any page's ads now um, that are active. Now these are only active ads. Okay, so this is pretty cool. So we know that they crush it with Facebook. They do. They're probably gonna do a half a million or more in Facebook profits this year through their carrot site. A couple, couple quick tips, guys. Don't do uh, your Facebook. Don't do your ads to Facebook lead ads. You're going to get leads through those, but the problem is, you, you're going to get the leads, but they don't have the context or credibility for who you are and why they should work with you. Because what happens is they'll click the lead ad. They, you get their information, and now they didn't have a chance to look on your website. They didn't have a chance to browse around your website and see your about page and see your videos and see your credibility. So you, you're just any old investor to them. You're just only any old investor to them. They're probably doing the same thing to four other people. And now it's really just a horse race to see who follows up better. But So we always want to drive people to your website because your website gives them a chance to click around if it's set up correctly. If a website's set up correctly, it's got to be amazing on mobile because almost all the traffic on Facebook comes from cell phones. Um, but this is why their ads stick out. So MS Home Buyers. Okay, first of all, you can tell that they're a home buyer. That's their company name. This one they, they've had up for years. This is a testimonial ad. We've been preaching testimonial ads for years. So if you, if you don't have any testimonial ads up, start running testimonial ads. There's just literally says another please seller. Contact us today if you're interested in selling your home. Go over here. It goes to their carrot site. And then this is her testimonial. And it's a real face. That's, that's like a picture of a, a lady that you would see on your Facebook thread. Right? And if you saw this, this nice smiling face of this gal and you're scrolling through Facebook, you're going, who is this lady? And, 
Then it was MS Home Buyers and another please seller than a testimony. It's like, man, I need to sell my house. Terry seems like a nice, reasonable, sensible lady. She trusted these guys. Let me go click their link and go sell my house too. Or right here, this one's more direct. This one's like straight up attention Mississippi. Sell your house easy. No cost of repairs, no realtor fees. A nice picture of a house in Mississippi, and then it goes to their carrot site. Okay, so that's kind of a little hack is you can find companies that you know are running ads on Facebook. Um, let's just do this here. Express home buyers. Now, I can't tell you how effective their ads are, right? Because uh, unless you've been paying attention to their ads over a long period of time, you don't know if, if, if I'm copying ads that are crappy ads. So that's kind of the key is those competitors uh, in your market or different markets, you want to be looking at their ads over a period of time. The ads that have been staying over a long period of time, they're staying there because they work. They keep on spending money on those ads because they work. The ones that they yank out, they yank out because they don't work. So I, w- I wouldn't just straight up copy these and say, hey, because Express Home Buyers is using this, I should use this too. I'd be looking at this over a period of time. Okay, uh, Most of theirs are kind of stock image stuff. These ones we have found don't perform as well as ones with real pictures of people. So these are ones that maybe they have an ad company running them for them now. I'm not sure. But I, w- I would definitely do, do the ones like, like theirs over here. Um, that's the last question we can answer today. But what we're going to be doing... Uh-huh. Yeah, Jonathan says, I may or may not have spotted MS Home Buyers once or twice. Reverse engineer ads, brilliant from We Buy I Wanted Ugly Houses. I love it. Page transparency tab. Thanks, man. Yes. What's up, Jonathan, dude? You're here like every week, man. We appreciate the heck out of you. So, Adrian, we're going to wrap this puppy up. I uh, appreciate the heck out of you, man. So, recapping this, guys and gals, for getting your first deal out in 60 days, I call it the 60-day profit rule. Whenever we're running traffic to people, which we run for about a dozen people at any given time in our innovation lab, our aim is to always pull a deal out within the first 60 days. Now, that can only, we can only predict that if the person knows how to negotiate, if they've got good follow-up processes, and if they actually answer calls live, right? So if they have those things down, it's going to make it easier to close it. We always start a Google AdWords campaign. We always start pretty darn targeted, depending on their budget. The smaller the budget, the more targeted we have to get. Um, we always make sure to build out credibility first so we're not wasting ad spend. And then we always like to set up a, um, a, some sort of retargeting that gets in whatever we can get from that client. If we have good testimonials we can use, we use those. If not, we use whatever, but testimonials are the best. Um, okay, and answer those puppies live. That's our, play, that's our game plan. Then over the long term, over the long term, you're going to be focusing on SEO and your content to really take over, build momentum, and win the, win the market. Adrian, any uh, final parting words, man? Yeah, so, no, I love this stuff. I think realistically, guys, you got to come up with a budget. You got to have a game plan. You got to be consistent. Make sure you have a good follow-up system. You, you put all those things together, man, you, you will do a deal on the first 60 days. Well, cool, guys. It looks like this is about the right time. My, my mic battery is almost dead. It's a good timing. But, Adrian, thank you, man. I will see you out here in four days, right? So today's yep. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three days for Carrot Camp. This is our fourth or fifth Carrot Camp now. Um, Adrian's flying in. Kylie's flying in. New Bold Facebook Marketing Expert and VP Marketing at Carrot from Utah. We've got Edward Beck flying back for a second carrot camp. We've got Ben Socek driving out his whole family in the RV. Uh, we've got just amazing, amazing Brandy Pollock for a second carrot camp. And a bunch of amazing investors coming out for the first one. So everybody, if you're watching this, we're pumped to see you here in a few days. I'm um, going to have an amazing time. No matter if it's rain or shine, it's going to be a great time. And also, this is actually the very first public showing of this. We're, we're testing and tweaking like little hoodie ideas. Adrian, That's what do you really think? Cool. You, you like it or should it be adjusted? No, I like it, man. It's got it's got our little icon uh, embroidered down there. So this this may be coming soon to a, a swag shop near you. We'll see.
We'll see. Real men wear, real men wear orange, guys. Just know that. <laughs> That's right. All right, guys. Have an amazing rest of the day. Go to Carrot.com if you're looking at ramping up your online marketing, getting better ROI, getting better conversion, and really winning your market, standing out using our content marketing tools, standing out getting high, higher conversion on your websites. If you're a Carrot member and you want a better advantage, you want to start to really get out there, we have weekly coaching calls where Adrian, every single Tuesday at 11 o'clock Pacific time, hops on with you to, dry, to dive through and coach you. Uh, these calls are less coaching, more training. The coaching calls, you can ask very specific questions. There's fewer people on those calls, and Adrian's going to dial you guys in. Those are every single Tuesday at 11 o'clock Pacific time for advanced marketer and content pro members. And if you guys want the, the higher level strategy, like on here, those calls are the spots to go have us break down your PPC campaigns. If you're, you're ranked at the top of page two in Google, you want to rank higher, that's exactly where to do it. It's included in your plan. Uh, if you want kind of one, more one-on-one coaching and guidance, well, that's something we're toying with creating programs that are coaching programs that are paid coaching programs but where we can really give you better one-on-one experience if that's something you might be interested in pop through the questions panel right now uh, in facebook youtube let me know if that's something you may be interested in if we were to come out with a more individualized one-on-one coaching program that'd be maybe an eight-week program where every week or every other week we hop on with you we look at your plan we execute we look at your stuff we help you iterate execute you're doing the execution we're doing the training and coaching let me know if you'd be interested in that. That's something we're kind of doing some product work on now because we know there's the need, but now we're looking at how would we build that out internally? Yeah. Uh, what would be the price that we would do, do it to make it really fair for people? Because I know if me or Adrian were able to hop on with you every single week for eight, for eight weeks or someone like that, it wouldn't be me or Adrian, right? But it'd be someone on our team that's trained by us. Sometimes maybe it would be. But uh, if, if someone on our team is able to come through and guide you on a weekly or biweekly basis, we know that your uh, success would be inevitable as long as you actually executed what we what we said. So let me know in the questions panel if that's something you'd be interested in. All right. Have an amazing rest of the day, guys. Talk soon. Travel safe, Adrian. Thank you.